Please listen carefully. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth official episode of Hypothetical Siblings. I'm Lainey. And I'm Nick. And how are you guys doing this week? Living your best lives? I know you can't I'm answer. Doing all right. That's all how right. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I wasn't part of everyone. Oh, I was talking to them. Am I a special exception, though? Well, I... Sure. <laughs> I can't <be>. <laughs> No! We have a space now, which is probably why we sound a little bit different. Yeah, hopefully you noticed, because otherwise, it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing. It's comfy. It's a it lot com- more comfortable <laughs> than the last space. It is more comfortable. Less echoey. Got some decorations. More wooden. <laughs> Much more wooden. Significantly more wood. <laughs> oh. So. Oh, am I going first? I was oh. going to ask how you're with. Oh, we yeah, still need the baton. We talked oh, about the baton like a month ago I now. forgot that. Uh, the first episode. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. I should do that still. A real hypothetical baton. Yeah. I got beads. I got string. You just need a stick. And how hard is it to find a stick? I, we have a backyard. Like, you just go to the backyard. Yeah. We do have a backyard. <laughs> Here is the hypothetical, not real baton. Oh, I thank you very much, sir. See, is it still a real hypothetical baton? Uh, I don't know if you can say real and hypothetical together and... Unless you're saying it's a real... Because it is actually hypothetical. Right, right now. As opposed now. to a hypothetical real baton. Is that... Uh, listen, <laughs> I don't know English. <laughs> Stop trying to come clearly, after me. Clearly, We both were raised on gibberish and you know it. Yeah, my first language is not English, it's gibberish. That's a thousand percent true. Yeah. Got that from my, from my dad. My dad. My daddy. My daddy. <laughs> Well, my week was exciting for, I think, the third week in a row now I've celebrated one of my friend's birthdays. Why are all your friends born at the same time? I don't know. End of April, beginning of May, and now it's mid-May. Yeah. Three right in a row. Mid-May. And they're all good friends, too. They're not just, like... People you know. Yeah. Like, they're close friends. They're, like, close friends, yeah. yeah. Um, So we went to the park and social distancing hung out, which was super fun. Also, if you sit on a blanket under a tree in a park for a long time, you run into lots of bugs, yeah. which I pretty much I'm okay with every kind of bug except spiders, which aren't technically bugs. Mm. But I ended up m- making friends with a bee and a caterpillar. Who at the I'd, same time? No, at different times, mm. who I both saved. And then I kept trying to give my friends ants and they didn't want them. Why are you trying to hand bugs to your friends? Also, you said spiders are not bugs. Are bugs right. specifically insects or are I bugs? I think so. Oh well. Uh. Well, spiders are not insects, right? Because no, they're arachnids. They're arachnids. So, I guess some people would call them bugs, but I kind of feel like they're not bugs. I also feel like they're not really bugs. I saw one that day because we were just in the park for so long, and it had its hands raised at me. Yeah, I said, "Get out of here! It's my turf." Which was stupid because it was my blanket. Get off my blanket. Lauranya loca. <laughs> the crazy spy. It's his turf. Get out of here. Now you're the Spanish bitch. It's me. We have to have one every week to prove that we are, I don't know, we're still white. We're still little white kids. <laughs> A segment is introduced. Spanish bitch. <laughs> that Spanish bitch. 
whoever it may be. <laughs> We're going to have one of our friends who actually speaks Spanish, like, regularly on this podcast at some point. And then it'll be really weird, because we'll be like, you're that Spanish bitch, and they're like, I'm Mexican. And they're like, all right, well, you, you did the bit. Well, it's all, it, commit to the bit. Commit to the bit. But they won't, they can't commit. The thing about this new space... I almost called it a studio. It is not a studio. I keep calling it pod loft, but I don't know. If, <laughs> but but what's a loft? You know what I mean? I mean we are lofted. You know we <laughs> are we are elevated. Yeah. yeah. No one will know. We can never say what this space actually is because oh, okay. we can. I mean, if we do, not because we can't have them know what it is. What right? Right. But because Just... the mystery of like us now seemingly floating <laughs> off the ground, you know, is in there brains is in yeah all of you your idiots <laughs> think that we're just floating <laughs> fools I, that's funny because i was considering posting a picture of it and be like welcome to our pod loft welcome to the pod loft but i think you thought it's fun to have mystery yeah Maybe I'll the just mystery take is what's important picture so they can't see the whole I'm thing just what like a pillow like our plant i like our plant it's hanging it's a hanging it's, plant it's not a real plant it's plastic don't say that why? Ruin the mystery. The <laughs> <laughs> mystery of... I'm pretty sure... I mean, it looks pretty convincing. Yeah. Well, know. well, I couldn't put a real plant in here. There's no sun. Yeah. Now it's a cave. <laughs> it's a cave that we're floating in. Floating in a cave. Yeah. That's real. That is real. So besides mm-hmm. your friend's birthdays... I mean, I, we, I've seen a lot of our family this week for some reason, um, which is fine. Good. Yeah. It's fun because our... Um, cousins are starting to get older, and so, like, we have real conversations with them. Yeah, there's, which, like, the real family conversation. It's, right. it's not just the polite whatever, because you can't talk about whatever's right. actually happening. Right. Now it's, like, real shit, and, yeah. like, you get to say shit, yeah. and it's fine, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so, I'm really enjoying that part of getting older, mm-hmm. is, like, real conversations. Mm-hmm. So... That's great. Um, I had dinner with you and our, I was going to say our mutual friend, which... I mean, she, yes, is, but she is also my girlfriend. <laughs> um, and that was a great night. Well, because that's the first time you've seen her in, like, in a, I mean, since quarantine, Since quarantine, right? So yeah. two months. Mm-hmm. And starting up work tomorrow for me, which oh, is so yeah. exciting. I'm so excited. Because you were just promoted at yes. your work. I am a supervisor now, so come at me, world. Which means you get to be involved in hiring people. Right, which is, which is what I'm doing tomorrow. A hilarious job. <laughs> it's probably my favorite part of that job. I can't wait to judge people over Zoom. <laughs> Correct. Well, I mean, judge people in general, um, but the years and years that I did hiring for that same place, because she's working at a place that I also worked, um, didn't we say vaguely, not like what it is, but like, we said it's seasonal, I know that. Didn't we say we were cashiers, but I think Oh, that's yeah, it. we said we were cashiers at, like, a fruit stand or something like that. Oh, the ice cream. Ice cream stand. Ice cream that's stand. fruit stand. Fruit, fruit. Um, <laughs> there's barely any fruit there. There's fruit. Yeah, barely. You can buy it sliced. Like, a couple... It, can't you... Oh, can you not do that? No, you can. Oh. But, I mean, like, really? You know? Yeah. You really? Know. <laughs> <laughs> um... But the best part about hiring is that the majority of people that we're hiring are not adults, right? They're not yeah. even 16, usually. Yeah. And so they are children that are trying to figure out how to do things. 
and just the 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 sweetest like cringiest 14 year old just the real cream of the crop where you're like like my favorite last year uh there was a girl that we were hiring and we said hey go ahead and you know very basic interview question go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself she goes well I don't like when people get all up in my face. And I was like, that's not really a personality trait. Like, that's just kind of... Does anyone like that? I was going to say, I don't feel like anyone likes that. Especially at a job. Like, no. But I was like, am I getting in your face? Is that why this is like... I mean, I didn't ask her, but I was like, sure. Uh, And then, of course, she ended up being a political hire. Uh, and so it was one of those where the boss kind of comes in beforehand and is like, hey, we're going to hire this person. This interview is just a formality. And you're like, great. And then they ask after how the interview went. And I was like, I, I would not hire her <laughs> if I had an option to not hire, hire her. her. Yeah. And then, of course, she was hired. But she did fine. Yeah, she did well. Yeah. So. So, it's fine. It's fine. I'm excited, though. You should be. I think you'll have a good time. Woohoo. Especially because it sounds like the process is a little watered down since it's over Zoom. Right. Well, and... Yeah, there have been some steps uh, not usually taken beforehand mm. to even weed it out even further. Oh, to kind of vet some of the applicants. Yep. So, should be good. That's exciting. Yeah. Tell you want to uh, tell about your work yesterday? Oh yeah. You went back. I did. I just went back to a generic sports re- retailer for the first time in two months. Uh, it was actually two months to the day as well. I left March sixteenth and I came back May sixteenth. Uh, which is neat. Um, saw a lot of people that I hadn't seen, which of course is always a good thing. Um, oh man, you, you get used to not being on your feet for eight hours and then all of a sudden you're on your feet for eight hours and your legs cramped. I have a video that I took yesterday. <laughs> I got home and I, I kicked my feet up on the couch and just a divot in my calf, just a, a cramp to end all cramps, just twitching <laughs> and a hole in my leg. It was pretty rough. Um, but, uh, you know, still good to go and I know, be a productive member of society. Yeah, instead of just sitting. Right. <laughs> I mean, the nice thing is that um, there's so few people, because all of the stores that are able to open right now are only able to open to half capacity. Right. So, as opposed to the regular half a billion people that are just inside of the store at any given moment, um, there's only 150 allowed in the store, and we are a pretty large store. Um. We're actually the largest within some numbers, not even the state. It's like a radius, you know. Um, So 150 people is really nothing. Um, The wait to get into the store is like an hour, right? But the nice thing about that is that everyone that comes in is actually looking to buy something. You know, they have a goal. Because no one waits in a store for an hour just to be like, ah, no, I'll walk around inside. Right. You know. Yeah, you're not waiting in line six feet apart from the people in front of you to be like, uh, maybe I want... Exactly, um... exactly. And maybe they don't know which model or which brand of a thing they want, but they know they want a flashlight, or they know they want a... Fishing know, pole. Fishing pole, there you go. It's a generic <laughs> sports thing. Exactly. Um, other than that, uh, speaking of aging, in regards to our cousins and everything like that, well, you talking about our cousins and them aging, I felt myself age because I had to deconstruct a doghouse today. Yes, and and while Nick and our mom deconstructed a doghouse, I did laundry and the dishes. Oh, you, were and, you doing laundry? Yeah. Was I'm, it yours or was it everybody's? Everybody's. Wow. So just call me mom now. Basically, basically. mom. I'm a big legend now. Big legend. I went from never having done my own laundry to doing 
everybody's laundry. Yeah. Call that growing up. Call that. Um, but yeah, uh, the whole thing about aging is that I tweaked my back. Like, you did? Yeah, like up in the left, like kind of below my shoulder blade, but still left of my spine. Just that muscle back there. I don't know, what is that, like a trap? Traps are high, though. Oh, no, but it's a big, like, rhombus shape. I haven't taken PE since elementary school, and I've never taken an anatomy class. Really? So I don't know Even what Even biology any... or anything like that? Nope. I took environmental science. I should have taken environmental science. Chemistry. And I took bio in, like, eighth grade, but that didn't matter. I didn't retain anything when I was in eighth grade. You're just blowing up bottle rockets. I was mean in eighth grade. <laughs> what? Why were you mean? At, like, is the... Like, I have two memories of, like, slapping people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Listen, I'm great now. I recognize that I was peak awful in middle school. I mean, if there's a place to peak in being awful, yeah. I feel like middle school is a good place right. to do that. And if none of you believe me, listen, I'm too anxious to even think about being mean to people, okay? I can't do it. Yeah, we we uh, were talking about it the other day, and Lainey and I are both the kind of person who, when given moral choices in video games, will only play the good... Ch- That's not true. You've slaughtered thousands. <laughs> you remember? What are you what's talking about? What's that show? Or, or what's that game? The, Fable Haven. No, it was Fable 2. Fable, Fable Haven is a book series. <laughs> Fable 2. Um, I decided to just be so bad, which was hilarious because in that game, the worse you are, the worse you look. Uh-huh. So I started sprouting horns and I had like black veins and blue skin and I was glowing. And <laughs> and then I yeah. tried to like reverse it because I had a child. <laughs> and so I started being really good. But every time I went to a different town, the bells were ringing to come get me. <laughs> Go figure that your vir- virtual children would be... <laughs> The key to your salvation. Yeah, and my husband hated me. His name was Ernie. He kept calling me a whore. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of being a whore. You know, that's what it comes down to. Um, oh, gosh. Okay, well, I'll retract that for my dear sister here then. But myself, uh, I have the anxiety of playing video games, especially in series like um, Mass Effect or The Walking Dead, where it's really clear, like, this is the bad thing, this is the good thing. Right. I can only ever do the good thing because doing the bad thing makes me feel yeah. bad. I don't play enough video games like that to right. have that experience, but well, I kind of feel like it might those be Those kinds same. of video games are very involved. Like, I right. feel like you're much more casual about right. your video games. Like, pick up, put it down. Yeah, you know? 100%. So, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, tweak my back. It's not that bad, but it was one of those where I'm like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting old now. He says that, audience, but if you knew how old he really was, you'd be like, oh, a youngin'. Well, I mean, I guess, depends who you yeah, are, but... if we're just getting listened to by a bunch of, like, 10-year-olds, you know? <laughs> Which I hope not. Yeah, well, I mean, well, hey. I mean, they could, but, like, yeah, I, 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 don't feel, care. I would, might feel bad. I feel like their parents would yell at me. That's, that's a thing. But, I mean, if it's a 10-year-old listening to this podcast and they have the ability to, I feel like they're either smart enough slash mature enough to be, you know, figure it out for themselves... Or their parent is probably a bad parent and is just like, listen to this, garbage. Or gave them free reign over the internet. In which case, I am not at fault, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which I'll... we have, like, uh, I don't know how many listen- listeners. I think maybe, like, 13. So oh, really? I, yeah. That's a real a number. Lot. That is. So thank you. Thank you, all 13 listening. of you. Yeah. <laughs> Half of you are our family. And have probably <laughs> and done... And friends. 
but and have maybe done so out of obligation. But the other six of you, two of you apparently in Germany. Two streams of Germany. I don't know if that's listeners. Oh, it's one person streaming twice. Maybe. Possibly. They liked it so much they listened to it twice. <laughs> twice. Just right in a row. <laughs> They're like, that was so good once. Let's do it again. But, you know, they said it in German. Yeah, which we don't know German. I don't know any German. Uh, Our father knows German. Yeah. I, was, I almost started counting in French. Good. That wouldn't be offensive. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I knew one in German, and then I said Ein. it in French in my head. Oh, yeah. Ein, zwein, dry. Wow. I think that's that's probably, even if it is correct, the pronunciation is probably super garbage. I only know, I mean, like a couple of words in German, like guten tag and stuff, but one go. of them is butterfly. Schmetterling. <laughs> I like Schmetterling. Yeah, me too. I like the names of animals in other languages is something that's always interested me because I feel like there are some that I've come across that are just more appropriate. Yeah. Right? So like a duck in Spanish. Pato. pato yeah. Right? It's more appropriate because it's the sound their feet make. Right. Pat, pat, pat. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Or like mao is that, I don't know what language mao? that is, but that's a, that's a word for cat in another language. I don't remember I what no language, idea. though. I think it's an Asian language. Oh, my God. We're fucking 17 minutes in, and my left leg is already asleep. Yeah. Completely and totally. Because you're oh, too tall. I am too long for you this room. Shrink. Shrink to defeat capitalism, just like uh, last week. Shrink to defeat capitalism. Oh, I could do without a few of these inches. Yeah, you think so? I think so. I've always wanted to be taller. No, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the the real goal is just being able to control it, right? Like, being like, I'm just going to shrink up for today, oh. you know? Do you, can, do you think Tonks from Harry Potter can do that? I have no idea. I, I know haven't she read can, that far. Well, because I know she can morph her appearance and, like... Change her hair color and stuff. Yeah, well, in one of the books, um, she disguises herself as, like, an old woman. So she can, like... And she has that pig snout she can do and mm-hmm. stuff, so she can really change. Interesting. But I wonder, I kind of feel like she can't do height, but I would, I don't know. I don't know. That'd be cool, though. That would be neat. (laughs) I'm I'm getting pins and needles in my leg now, and it's not great. (laughs) He made, he just made this face, and I really thought he was gonna... Slowly dying. Yeah, I don't know. Freak out. Slowly dying quickly. Um, that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I'm... I feel like I'm going to derail this whole podcast because I'm just going to, like, have a spasm <laughs> flop onto the floor from our elevated position. <laughs> That's uh, fine. And, of course, the other part of my week is I've been watching a fair few episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender, which oh, came out gotta. just two, day, two days ago on Friday. Um, but, of course, we'll talk about that more in a little bit. Um, other than that, going to work and stuff like that, kind of really nothing. You know, yeah. still cruising, waiting for the world to open back up. Oh, yeah. Um, I bought two tapestries by accident. You did. She meant to buy one tapestry, which was at cost of, what, 60 bucks? 65 $65.99 or whatever yeah, it was. Whatever. And when the shopping cart told her that her order was about $100, she decided that that's fine. It's probably just shipping. I or... really thought it was just shipping. I, I was like, it rounded up. Not realizing I had put another size of it in the cart as well. So my thing is, how do you think that shipping is that expensive? Um, I feel like I just wasn't really there. 
You know, I wasn't like coherent. you were having like an ethereal experience or out of body experience, no. and you were just fucking ordered tapestries with your corporeal form. <laughs> your spirit no, was in I, the mind zone. I don't know. I feel like I just was kind of just like, okay, that's how much it costs. Like, I, and just accepted it and moved on. And I was like, what a the only reason it's higher is because shipping, and that's all it could be. What an Even though it told goon. me shipping was only $9. Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. But easy solution. I don't know if your plan for that tapestry, for the person it's going to go to, I don't know if they listen to the podcast, so you might have just outed yourself. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Because I decided I could have changed it, but then I realized she would really like it as a present for her birthday. For her proximate birthday. Yeah, which was Saturday. There you go. So, it's a funny story. And I think she'll appreciate it more than be mad about it. Mm. Oh, I was also talking about, with my roommate last night, um, ordering tapestries for the walls. Because we have yet to put up anything in our house except for... So, my roommate that I've talked about before, the giant one, uh, has a cutout a printed cutout of himself almost like a fat head if any of you know what that is but a life-size uh poster effectively of himself wearing cowboy boots with dollar bills in his waistband and a gun in his hand and it is a full six foot eight inches just nailed to the wall in our living room mm-hmm. and that is the only decoration in that room <laughs> so i mean you have that uh three stooges uh, poster. Oh, yeah, there's like a Three Stooges and something about golf and friendship yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Placed ever so lovingly over our rack of alcohol. Golf and friendship. Golf and friendship. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that pretty much does it for my week. Did I even play any video games? No, my computer's kind of dying, and so I can't really play video games on it. You could come hang out and play the Switch with me. Or I could just bring my PS4 over here and we can play those games that I've wanted you to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Maybe we'll do that this week. Yeah, because I think we work kind of the same days, so. Yeah. I only work Monday and Friday, though. I work neither of those days. Oh. You work Tuesday, Wednesday? No. Oh. Did I even tell you my schedule? You're just I, taking shots in the No, heart. I thought you told it to me, but I guess I just didn't remember. <laughs> or you weren't listening. These things yeah. happen. Yeah, I feel like my hearing's not that great, and I have a tendency to zone out a lot, so those two combined is just it's really... Not a, it's not a great situation mm-mm, for mm-mm. anybody. Really not. Also, I end up being really loud, which is sometimes funny, but for most part is <laughs> probably not great. Yeah. I don't really realize it, but I'm sure other people do. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay. Unless you got anything else. Nah. I feel like we're in a weird medium where, like, we're not doing weird things because it's quarantine, but we're not doing real things because it's everything's not completely open. Right. So, like, we're kind of back to doing nothing because we can kind of... We're, we're allowed to go out, and we're starting to work again, so... That's true. And as things open up, we'll have more to talk about. Right. We were actually talking, my roommate, myself, and his friend, um, what our first... And, you know... In a perfect world, if everything were to open up like Friday, right? Right. And it's just all open exactly like it was, whatever it is. Where is the first place you go? You know? Mm-hmm. Sushi. Yeah? I, I already told you, I think. You did. But you did tell me sushi. Because I love that place. And I feel like you, I just 
sushi at home is not the same. And sushi from the supermarket is not the That's same. That's really not the same. I mean, it's. I think it's good still, but it's, you know, it's not what you want. It's you want not real it, sushi. Well, it's not fresh, right? Like, right. even though it was made that day, it's the difference of being made that day or being made and then brought to the table. Right, you know? right. Or on the bar, wherever you're sitting. Um, no, I was talking with them, and I agreed that I could definitely go out to a bar, right? Oh. But I think the first one that I want is movie theater. Yeah? I didn't realize how much I enjoyed going to the movies, yeah, I think. Yeah, me too. Um, but there's something about the experience of, you know, you get your, your candy and your soda and your, you know, nice buttery popcorn and you go sit in a big cushy chair, right? right? But you got to get the ones that are re- the recliners, yeah. right? The big fancy chair, none of this old school shit, <laughs> no. you know? I'll pay for that ticket every time. Yeah, I don't give too. a fuck. I don't care how badly I want to see the movie if that's the only ticket I can buy. Mm. That's not true. If it's something that I cannot accept to get spoiled on, I would buy the shitty chair just to be able to see it. See it, yeah. And then I would go back and like have a proper... Viewing, yeah. Proper viewing, but... Totally. Gotta get the information. Spoilers are the devil. And if you don't think... Well, actually, if you don't care about spoilers, that's fine. If you force other people to also, quote, not care about spoilers by just throwing them out there, you're garbage, and you belong in the garbage. Yeah. Fucking bury yourself. Yeah, there's an episode of The Big Bang Theory where um, Sheldon spoils the sixth Harry Potter book for uh, Leonard, Mm -hmm. and it causes a huge fight, but he just doesn't get... Right. He's like, I provide an interesting piece of information Mm -hmm. about the topic that you were discussing, and I'm like, I just could not... Like it, and it was such a big one, and I was just like, I, I would freak out. Oh my, I would freak out so bad, and I can't. Oh, oh my god, spoilers. Listen, because it's like you. The thing about spoilers is you are taking something away mm-hmm. from a person that cannot be given back. Right, can never. Right, right. So that you are taking away an experience from them that they can never then have. Right, right. Um. It's awful. And there are people that think like that, too. Like, that's not just him being the big brain, social incompetent, you know, Mm -hmm. character that he is. But that's like, some people are just like, why? It's interesting. Why would you not want to just know it now? Right. And I'm like, because I want want to experience it and have my own thoughts and feelings (laughs) when I watch it. Right. Or when I read it. And if it's going to be sad, let my heart get broken, you know? Yeah, instead of reading up to it and you know it's going to happen. Right. You know? You're just waiting. Every corner exactly. you're looking around. Exactly. Yeah. Well, now that we <laughs> <laughs> talked about spoilers, Ooh. this week our uh, hypothetical is concerning Avatar The Last Airbender because it just came out, last, like Nick said, on Friday on mm-hmm. Netflix, and we have loved this show for a long time. Nick more so just because he was older. I, w- I was a little bit older, so I was able to maybe appreciate it a little bit more. Right. The parts that weren't just action. Right. Um, but yeah, this show is 12 years old now. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that ridiculous? That's insane. Oh, yeah. But again, now that it's on Netflix, it's getting a lot more... Uh, Clout. Yeah, what's the groundswell? A lot of groundswell and the zeitgeist, if we're using all <laughs> the right words, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched the show, it is an amazing show. Uh, it's relatively short. It's only three seasons long. Um, and you should definitely go watch it. We probably will talk about, I mean, do you want to talk about any kind of spoilers? Because we'll talk about characters that you don't know at the start of the show. Right. right? Which I guess is a spoiler, but it's not like plot spoilers. Yeah, I mean, and if we do, hmm. 
Also, I feel like we have some liberty because it is 12 years old. And, and most people yeah. know so it. So let's just make this already. an open spoiler conversation. For those yeah. of you that haven't seen it, I won't blame you for not listening to this. Go watch the show. Come back and listen to this. It is so enjoyable. You can probably finish it in, I don't know how long, but it, at, super quick. I mean, no matter your age, I think that you would like this show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because well, even though it's kind of got that cartoony ridiculousness, right. there's still character arcs and plot development and all the makings of a good show. Right. It's funny, but it can be really emotional. True. But it's beautiful. Like, right. I feel like there are some scenes where I'm like, <laughs> let me go there. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, it's the same. I mean, I think the whole notion that there are shows for kids and shows for adults, right, is kind of a ridiculous one. I mean, obviously something like... Bubble guppies. Me, right, bubble guppies <laughs> or like Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse or whatever it is. Like, we are not going to get an experience out of that because it's very basic it's for children right but something like this where it is a cartoon that is you know on nickelodeon or was on nickelodeon and is designed for kids watching nickelodeon doesn't mean that it can't have value outside of that for someone who can appreciate it at a uh, more complex or deeper level whatever it is and that being said shout out to all the people who love adventure time and Steven Universe, Steven Universe, and Gravity Falls, Gravity Falls. Those are all brilliant shows, and you, you're allowed to like things. Yeah, you're allowed to like things, right? And a lot of people will tell you that it's cringe, right? But I think that the difference between something being cringy and you just liking something, right, is your self awareness, mm-hmm. right? Because there's lots of people. <laughs> have you ever seen? It's called the King... I don't know what the actual title of the video is, but it's referred to kind of colloquially as the Kingdom Hearts parking lot. No, but so I know is, about Kingdom Hearts. So Kingdom Hearts is a video game series in which basically, I think it started out as Final Fantasy characters, right? But then after a while, it's just anime characters, basically. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, Goofy's in it. And like, no, 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 I know, no, but I'm talking about not the Disney characters. Okay. So I think because it started as a crossover between Final Fantasy and uh, Disney. Oh, really? Because kajillion dollars, right? Right, yeah, that's true. You know. Um, But there is a level of person, and this I think can be said for anything, where you're talking full-grown adult in the cosplay, which is still fine, right? Enacting scenes from the video game, but unironically. Not like, ah, afterwards, like, ha, I kind of look goofy doing that. Like, there's not that level of, like, understanding. It's like, no, this is totally serious. Why would you ever not take this seriously? This, this is, this is the level that we need to be at, you know? I still think that's fine. And I, and it is cringy, but, like, if they're enjoying it, like, I, I kind of like the thought of just let people enjoy what they like. Well, and again, I think that's totally fine. But when people come after you for it. Oh, yeah. Right? There has to be that level of like, yeah, it's a thing that I like, but I like it. Like, there has right. to be that understanding instead right. of like the crying scream fit of you don't understand right. how important this is, yeah. you know? I understand that. The sanctity of the marriage of Sonic and Knuckles, you know, these fan fictions. <laughs> like, when people. Why you know, Knuckles? I don't know. Whatever Sonic <laughs> character you prefer to be with Sonic. Because Sonic has to be there. Right? Well, yeah. I was just going to go into it, but I, I shouldn't go into that right now. <laughs> into what? 
your fan fictions? No, I don't write or consume Sonic fan fiction, but I feel like there are some pairs with Sonic that work better than others. But that's not what I want to get into right now. <laughs> more, you're right. Tails is much more appropriate for Sonic. Oh my god. Oh my god. And Amy. Sorry to those of you who just got bodied in the microphone for getting kicked around. Oh. Um. The sanct- the sanctity of Sonic fan fiction. It's important to preserve it. It is. Yeah. Creative writing, man. I it's guess. real life. <laughs> I suppose. Anyway, we anyway, should get back yeah. to it. So the the thing that we're going to talk about in regards to the last Airbender, this is a conversation. Well, it started as a conversation that we've had a lot as kids watching the show. Is like, which of the four elements would you bend, or would you right. want to be able to bend? Um, those four elements being earth, fire, water, air. Um, and it is we decided to have a little bit more structure instead of just screaming at each other and you know throwing things. <laughs> about which is better, um, but to have an actual discussion of which is which is better between our chosen elements. Which, I would like to say, disclaimer, this is not the bending that I would like to have. It's just what I think is best. Is best. Now, we should clarify what we mean as best. Um, I think useful mm-hmm. is a large part of it. Um, because in that show they get into a lot of sticky situations and you got to mm-hmm. kind of think, how would I get out of that if I but had this it's sort of thing? using the power intelligently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of my main avenue. Um, just use. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think there's a part of, to it a little bit of like, I feel like beauty's the wrong word, but like visual appeal mm-hmm. because they all... Um, because it isn't it aren't the movements based on like kind of tai chi martial mm-hmm. arts kind Absolutely. of stuff, and that of course is fighting and actual defense and whatever. But mm-hmm. it's also like really fluid, like beautiful kind of movements. I feel right. like right. Um, so I feel like there's merit in both of those things. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, yeah, no, I, I feel similarly. But I, I again, I think the the general usefulness of being able to control that element in that way. Um, and just the aesthetic of it. I think pretty much anything that is a benefit or that is, you know, neat about it, (laughs) I think is totally fair to bring into the conversation. Okay, cool. So, do you want to start, or should I start? Um, well, let's say I'm doing waterbending, and are you still doing earth? I am arguing in the case of earthbending as the superior element to be able to bend. Okie dokie, you... Are welcome to go. I mean, I have points, but... All right, let's... Far- I'll get into this. I'm trying to... This is not a good way to sit. I don't know. We'll figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> Just looked at the microphone like, oh, no. Um, so, earthbending. Uh, I think that, first of all, I mean, in terms of protection, right? Um, the same thing as the other four elements. I mean, they can all use be used combatively. Um... I will start by acknowledging the weakness of earthbending in that if you are not on land, there is nothing to be done. Right? <laughs> um, that being said, earthbending can also extend into metal bending, which especially in the modern society, and I think they go into this in Korra, The Legend of Korra, which is the oh, sister right. series of Avatar. Um, in, a, in, indu- in an industrialized nation, right? There is a lot more metal around, even if there is not earth around. So think about being either in an airplane or on a boat or stuff like that, 
which are largely considered to be the weaknesses, you now have something to still be able to use, right? Um, granted, I think metal bending is like only certain people can do it or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, it, it's kind of the extension of the bending, right? Because water bending and fire bending both have their right. kind of special extensions that you find out. Right. Um, so you have to be super practiced to be able to, be able to, to, to do it. To be able to control it, it. Mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but assuming that's part of it, then those weaknesses are mostly negated, yeah. right? The other factor is, is for the majority of people, they spend the majority of their time somewhere where Earth is available, or at least underneath them, right? Um, and even, again, if we were talking about using it today, um, as opposed to in the context of the show, which is like a pre-industrialized, like, mostly agrarian kind of feudalism kind of thing going on, um, think, think about asphalt or concrete right like these are still things that are made of minerals right because what is the extent of earth is kind of the question right i mean but that's hard to like kind of decide where it stops because it's not like they're going around saying types of rock right exactly (laughs) exactly um so i think that maybe things with rock in them might be more difficult to bend right but still able you know yeah, you'd yeah. have to use more power but like i think that it would still be gotcha. something because i the episode one of the episodes that i most recently watched full disclaimer in terms of my rewatch i'm only about nine or ten episodes into the first season which is almost all the way through it actually um but i watched one in which they were bending coal like there's raw coal mm-hmm. but again that's like rocks right. so yeah so earth Right. But, but you'd think, though, that Earth, I feel like that would include, like, certain plants or trees, just because, like, I understand why it doesn't, but I feel mm-hmm. like it, Earth being s- is seems very broad, so right. I think maybe it just might be, and if it can go to metal, then mm-hmm. you got to think that anything from the ground. Right, exactly. Um, so, that being acknowledged... Um, in terms of visuals for a fighting style, I think it has it gets points for the strong kind of powerful movements. Um, Earthbenders in the show, at least the good ones, are always generally depicted as being more physically powerful, so a lot more muscle on them and stuff like that for uh, moving the rock. Or there's also a lot of like kind of WWE style that goes into it. There's a lot more like you know what I would call like muscle flair. Right, where it's like, I'm not gonna just push this rock at you, I'm gonna drop kick it, you know, right. plant both of my feet in it and fall to the ground as I shoot right. a boulder at you. Right. Well they I, I remember there's one episode where Aang is fighting the king of that earth Boomy, the king yeah, of Yeah, the earth. king of Omashu. Yeah, yeah. Um and he like gets a piece of earth up and I think like double kicks it. So he like gets right. jumps and uses both of his right. feet. Right, that's to what push I'm saying. It. So things like that or where you know, you can still have some of the subtlety of moving things that are not liquid, but liquid-like. Um, so things that are like a slurry, like from mining, you can still move because it's mostly comprised of earth, or the earth being wet can still I be moved. I wonder if there would be separation of it. Like, because you can only move earth, mm. technically, if there's water inside and you start to bend it, do you think that the water would not bend with it unless it was like trapped between well i don't think it trapped between but if the earth is wet the the water is being absorbed and held within the earth so it's the same idea of i can move a paper towel 
and if I drag a paper towel through water, I can still move only the paper towel, but it is holding the on water. to some of the water. Okay. Right. Um, but you still get some of that grace from situations like that, or even something like sand or gravel, right? Actually, I think later on they talk about how sand is kind of not really bendable because it has so little form. Yeah. But something like gravel, like pebbles, you know, you still have a little bit of smoothness to it, mm -hmm. right? Um, the other thing, and I think the big point about earth, that earthbending has over the other elements is its utility, right? Not necessarily in a combat sense, but you cannot build a house out of fire or air or water. Whereas earth, you could be like, for example, the, the city of Ba Sing Se, which is a plot point because the Fire Nation's like, we can't conquer it because they left one bridge in like a three football field sized crater to this city, right? So there's nothing that they can do except for go up the one avenue. Um, or even in that same episode you're talking about, Omashu has three like four foot thick stone gates that can right. only be opened and closed by, by a earth ending, right? Yeah. So the same thing for construction, as long as there is stone or as long as there is earth, you just throw up a house in like three seconds, mm -hmm. you know? So the infrastructure, you know, I mean, if you want to talk about economy, there's probably some fucked up shit there because there is no benefit of making structure or houses Anymore, right. because everyone just gets one because why wouldn't they? Yeah. You know? I mean, you could pay earthbenders to make to you a make house. To make a house, though. yeah. And I suppose that's true, but making all that money so quickly because it takes like an afternoon right for someone that's experienced it's like boom 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 roof mm -hmm. you know um but yeah i think that's pretty much what i have to say about earth bending as being the best element i'm gonna say right now that uh i thought of most of those points except i think the last one which is a good point mm -hmm. <laughs> um um, but the reason that I chose waterbending is because I think that it's really underestimated in terms of its power. Um, and what made me kind of really think about it, because I feel like we've talked about this a lot and had these thoughts a lot, um, but without having the ability to watch the show, I feel mm -hmm. like you lose a lot of like information about it, because mm -hmm. the way that they find Aang is Katara, who is a waterbender, um, uses the water by accident behind her to cut open a glacier. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's underestimated in the sense that it's a really strong element because mm -hmm. yes, water is obviously we swim in it. We, right. it, it's soft, malleable, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and fluid. I feel like soft's the wrong word, but I want to say soft, mm -hmm. but you can use it as a weapon and like cut things with it because sure. there are, I don't know what they're called, but people use water pressure to cut mm -hmm. stuff like earth and metal and that kind of thing. I'll just dub that. I don't know what it's actually called, but we can just dub it a hydro saw. <laughs> hydro saw. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so it's really a really awesome bending ability because you can be very graceful and have it be super beautiful mm -hmm. um, with simple water and a little bit of it. And people, I think, really appreciate that. And it's not, like, threatening and it's 
you can make so much from it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also super useful. Right. Um, also the special extension, um, yours being metal is blood bending. (laughs) Right. Witchcraft. (laughs) Which, Which is incredibly useful in times of war. However, very evil <laughs> to do. Right. Um, so, I just love the fact that you it is so dynamic of the going from very beautiful like movement to just totally being able to destroy something. Mm-hmm. And also, I really enjoy the story arc in the show of um, Katara. Being learning how to become a better waterbender because mm-hmm. in the beginning she can barely move like a puddle. Move, yeah, right. move a puddle except for when she's high emotion, not not thinking about right. it, you know. Right. Um, and goes to being like incredibly powerful and really just an interesting kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the one thing that goes against it being the best is um, the its availability, right? Because well, I'm. Sur- I thought that was going to be one of your points because people say that. Oh, well, what if it's not available, right? In modern society, or even just in a geographic context, right? Outside of our own state, the most arid state, right? When are you not relatively near water, right? Right. I mean, if you want to talk about it from the Carl Sagan pale blue dot kind of point of view, seventy <laughs> percent of it's the world water. is water. Yeah, I just feel like that you could separate a waterbender from water so easy Mm -hmm. like much more easy than separating an earthbender from earth Earth. right especially in that show where you're talking about agrarian pre-industrial kind of thing because like in this time if they didn't know how to metal bend you just fly them up into the air right or you take them out on a ship or you know there are lots of avenues to do but like waterbender you're like you're in a box in the desert right and you're done Well, and the thing with, I mean, Katara's solution to that is to carry basically a water skin, which you could substitute like a camelback, you know, and now you just have a couple liters of water at your disposal, which is enough to defend yourself at the, you know, very minimum. Right. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that you don't need a lot like, and that's true for Earth as well. But I also kind of feel like Earth. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. (laughs) You just have a bunch of gravel in your pockets that you're just like, it's basically a shotgun. Right. Right? You're just like, you're like pah! Yeah. Um, another thing is, I feel like Earth has one strength. You know? Like, it, it's just as hard as it is. Mm-hmm. Even if it's smaller. I mean, it's not like you can change. You're saying the forms of it. Yeah, exactly. Like... And also, Katara, in the very first, or maybe second, whatever, beginning episode, it freezes it. Right. Which is extremely useful, because mm-hmm. not only be- can you use it in a fluid way, but you can make, make it, it solid. solid right. Yeah. Whereas Earth, you can throw a rock at somebody, and it's going to hurt. Right. But you can't, I mean, do much else with it, right? Mm-hmm. And also, one of the uses in, like, say, it was modern, more mm-hmm. modern, at least, um, is, like, people's availability to water. Mm-hmm. I mean, if something, like, really awful happens and the water gets contaminated or... Right. I mean, just get a waterbender. <laughs> Do you think, yeah, because could they separate pure water from contaminated water? I, 
think maybe, but I was also just thinking that it would be easier to move a lot more water Fair. without having to... Pumps and pump, buckets and... Right, and that kind of right. stuff. Well, and I was thinking, like, if there is the ability to freeze it, is there ability the ability to evaporate it? Right? Uh, Go the other direction and yeah. turn it into steam. Yeah, I don't know if they ever talk about that, but but if you can't evaporate it, can you control steam? Because it's just another form of water. I would water. argue, yes. Again, that you're... In the same way that an earthbender is, like, it's the minerals in, right. in metal, right? Then you can do. That you might pull the steam out of the air as water, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, totally. Also, what you said about not being able to construct a home out of water. I mean, water, yes. But ice? Are you Elsa now? Igloo. Igloo. <laughs> <laughs> this is my snow home. Right, but well, and that's where the water tribes live is the South and North and South Poles, because right. that's. And I think that one of the reasons that um, Katara and Sokka's like tribe is mm -hmm. kind of in snow and that kind of thing, she is the only waterbender there, and she wasn't practiced. Right. So I feel like she can totally, she could have totally, with practice, built kind of a more fortified thing. True. The only thing is availability too, like well, like the bossing North, the North Pole, right? When they get to the North Pole, it's this giant, elegant ice civilization <laughs> right. with canals and shit, right. because they have more waterbenders. Right. But the thing is, that's great and super useful, but it's not. It's no bossing say. Right, because you can still a, sail Omashi. up to it. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you can't put ice like on water mm -hmm. and not be able to get to it. You can't put ice on land and not be able to get to right. it. Because I kind of feel like maybe they could do the similar thing to like Omashi or Basingse. Mm -hmm. and, but I think that it would be a lot more difficult because they can't move the earth around it. They can, unless it's all ice, with, right. in which case it would work better. But I just think that the strongest thing about the water bending is the fluidity of it. And True. I've said that a lot, but I think that's no, why it's because right. again the ships sail up to you right in your right. ice fortress right <laughs> superman style and you're just like i'm just gonna fucking tidal wave that right, ship that real too. quick you well know? in the first again i don't know if this is the first episode but one of the beginning episodes when ang um kind of goes into his avatar state with his mm -hmm. blue eyes and he's fighting the firebender ship mm -hmm. um that's one of the things that he does. Just drop a glacier on him. Right, for yeah. real. Like, super, just, boom. Yeah. <laughs> You're done, son. Just game over. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, yeah. again, I mean, and Earth and Water both have the ability to immobilize someone, right? Where you're just like, and you're stuck. Right. You know. Yeah. And what are you going to do? And what are you going to do? Nothing. I do think, though, that water bending is... Uh, prone to a sort of um, weakness to the other bending. Okay. Whereas earth bending, maybe not so much. Because fire, like, if you free somebody who's a fire bender and they can use fire right. to, you know, undo it. And air is hard to talk about because I feel like it's so. Well, the thing like, that obviously they never do in the show because it's meant for children. But I'm thinking about, could you just rip the air out of someone's lungs yeah. and then just prevent it from going back right. in? Or just create a vacuum where they are. Yeah, just choke them out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's the thing is, like, we've talked about the special extensions 
Mm-hmm. Of and fire bending is lightning. Right, they get to be able to control lightning at high level. But I kind of think earth or air doesn't really does it have one? I don't think. Well, it what does. would it be? Right, exactly. Right, because <laughs> I mean, Aang is an accomplished airbender. I guess flight, like it's not right. a different state of air, but it is a higher level ability. Which is why I think they don't include anything or try and come up with something because it is so. I mean. Right. You can just do anything. It's right. it's around all the time. It is. But I still think that it's not the most powerful. True. Because it's air. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because again, it is maybe individually powerful, but it is not societally powerful. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is the big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why airbenders are monks. Because yeah, they just vibe in by themselves. My question is, who fucking built those temples? Because only airbenders can get to the temples, right? Because right? it has to be from the air. Do they just sit there and actually, like, hammer and chisel that shit out? <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's raw. Yeah. Or unless they had an earthbender friend and then banished them after... <laughs> just booted them off. <laughs> yeah. They're like, see a fucker. <laughs> no more. There you go. Um, yeah? Yeah. I think that kind of wraps up your uh, points. Yeah, I think so. I might have had something else, but I think it's that gone I... gone to the wind yeah, now. Yeah. Kinda Excellent. Kinda... All right, well, that concludes our debate on as to which of the four elements in Avatar The Last Airbender would be the most effective, useful, beautiful, etc. Did you um, change your mind at all? Did I persuade you? I think you had some points, because as I was talking about the structure of earthbending and be able to, you know, to form structures or buildings, whatever it is, I was like, oh yeah, ice. Like, that's why they live there is because <laughs> right. they can just do that, right? right? And same thing with snow, too. Right. Is it's just crushed ice. Because she does that. She moves snow. Right. Tara does, yeah. Right. Well, and um, further, like, it's shown a couple of times, earthbenders, like, when they're taking that coal, they take a bunch of pieces of coal and compact it into, into one, one giant piece. So why would you not be able to do that with snow? Right. Of take this and just make it into an ice block, you yeah. know? So... Um, definitely opened my eyes up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the concept of controlling steam is interesting because, I don't know, I feel like there's uses for that. Hot steam burn. <laughs> hot, st- <laughs> hot steam burn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you had good points too. And I and it's hard because I want to be an earthbender so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm surprised because you chose first. I'm surprised that you didn't choose earth. Right. Just I just think that water is more powerful even though I want to be an earthbender. Yeah, that's fair. But maybe it's just because I want to walk around without shoes on, so... That's reasonable. We might never know. We might never know. If you have opinions about which element is the best, or uh, we said we said something that you don't agree with, or we didn't say something that you think is a valid point, send it to us in the form of an email at hypotheticalsiblings at gmail.com. That's hypothetical, H-Y-P... O-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L Siblings S-I-B-L-I-N-G-S at gmail.com Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Also, we are now on YouTube. Yeah, so we save all of our podcasts uh, on YouTube at just, I mean, search just hy- just Hypothetical, search hypothetical siblings. siblings. Yeah, same logo as the podcast, a little blue and green alien ship type thing going on, and you should be able to find us relatively easily. Um, other than that, that's all I got. Yeah, thanks so much for listening, and see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Oh, fucking God.